The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and so happy to be here on Unity Online Radio. And forgive my craggy-ish voice. I don't have COVID. Just got tested, but I do have like a little, a little coffee kind of a thing. Um, so just don't be scared. No cooties will be transmitted during this show. Um, this is a place to go for healing, even for me. So the number to call because the show is all about you today. The number is eight one six two five one three five five five. Hello. There's a little frog in the room. 816-251-3555. So, um, Nancy T. Hey, Nancy T. Are you there? I sure am. Hi, honey. Um, do we, let's do a, let's read the card and then I'll do the prayer because I'll incorporate okay. the little card in the, in the prayer. So let's All do right. it. Okay, folks. Well, Cassie, uh, Cassie. Oh my gosh. I called you Cassie. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm honored. That's how dearly I love you. That's my daughter's name. And I love my daughter more than life itself. So I just called you that. And that used to be the name that you would play when you were playing and had a fake name. You said it was Cassie, wasn't it? Exactly. When I was a little girl, we changed names. I was Cassie because it's so different than Kelly. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that name. (laughs) I would always say I'm Cassie, short for Cassandra. But anyway, continue. (laughs) Exactly. Which is what she is. All right. So she created another beautiful deck of cards. It's not out yet, but it's called the Awakened Dreamer Oracle Cards by Kelly Sullivan Walden. And the picture on the front is gorgeous. It's this beautiful brunette goddess in a sea of purple and just, oh my gosh, I can't even. So, all right. She's giving me the- the, it's like a photo shoot with you this card feels like me as well does she so um this is not out yet so you guys this is like a sneak peek for everybody and the one that we pulled for pre-order it's available for pre-order on amazon oh that's so awesome oh my gosh and pre-ordering we will be doing all right so on amazon kelly sullivan walden remember to look for her cards the awakened dreamer oracle cards and this is the one we pulled today and it is Swim with your inner mermaid slash merman, (laughs) depending on which you are. There's a treasure chest waiting at the bottom of your inner ocean. Trust your inner mare being to guide you into the depths of the opportunity that beckons. You have what it takes to skillfully surf the waves of your greatest passion and feel your most vibrant feelings. Oh, and that feels so vibrant with swimming with my inner mermaid. I love it. Yay. All right, let's take a swim. Let's just turn within for a moment and take some big deep breaths and let's just ah, dive in. 
releasing and letting go of all that we know, all the places we've been, all the dreams that we've been having. Just for a moment, we will reconnect with them shortly, but just for now, let's just become so light that we can fly, that we can swim, that we can just be unbridled, unhinged, unwound, just be ourselves. So with these breaths, we dive all the way into the nectar of the now. And we allow ourselves to get filled up with the sunlight of the spirit. And we just allow ourselves to become drenched in that lifting our gaze to the heavens and letting ourselves just be filled to overflowing and overhead there's a helicopter that's saying here i am receive the mana from heaven sound effects not included or sort of included ah so let's just bask and bathe in all the the blessings that are here for us in this moment because there are so many in spite of the drama in spite of the pandemic in spite of all the craziness going on in this world there are so many blessings i just received a video of all this good news about all these animals that are no longer extinct and all these wonderful wonderful things that are happening around the world that aren't being reported on the news so we just have to attune ourselves to those blessings and as we do we become more magnetic to more and more and more and more of those so we just say yes to that and we while we're in the space of gratitude we say thank you to our dreams to our subconscious mind and to the helicopter overhead hopefully that's putting out a fire if or finding something that's not a fire but we become grateful that there are helicopters that can do these things and the part of us that can soar above the drama and look from a higher view. So we just call in our dreams, at least one to play with today and to become willing to explore and unpack. We invite in our wild women, our wild man, our mermaid, our merman, and we let this be a wild, dreamy romp, a fest of opening up and exploring more of the territory of who we are and what we're scheduled to be and the blessings that we're scheduled to unfold for ourselves and for the world right here, right now. And I say thank you. And so it is. Amen. Ah, woman. Ah, dreams. And ah, unity. And hello to Diane Ray and Louie and Jeff behind the scenes and all the other folks whose names I don't have at the tip of my tongue, but hello to all of them and especially to Nancy T, my partner in shine. So welcome back on Nancy T. So I'm excited. Tonight is our first Mm. Wild Woman Wednesday and I'm excited. We've got quite a response. It's going to be fun. How are you feeling? I'm so excited. 30 women getting together to be wild (laughs) in the best of ways. I mean, we're going to magnify it for everyone that's there. It gets magnified. So it'll be magnified 30 fold or however, whoever ends up showing up. So let's, um, oh, one of the things I teased in for the show is there's five things that five reasons why you shouldn't take your dreams lying down. So I'm curious for those who are listening 
why you think you shouldn't take your dreams lying down, at least one reason why. And I've got my reasons. Nancy, what's yours? What's what's a reason that you have for why you shouldn't take your dreams lying down? Okay. Well, I don't know what your email said because I didn't read it. So this is coming from my gut. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I cheated if I happen to agree with you. But um, I would say it's your subconscious telling you what's what because we're 80% subconscious. And that's that's where all of our answers are. So uh, why would we not listen to that, which isn't right in front of our face when we're awake? Thank you. Done. Is that one of the ones that you... (laughs) And we're done with the show. Take care, everyone. You have a wonderful week. (laughs) Exactly. Sweet dreams. And don't take your dreams lying down. It's your subconscious mind talking to you. So yes, including all of that. So I'm just going to rattle some of these things off and we'll see what other other things come up because there's more than five. But it's been clinically proven at Harvard. There was a study that said that, that showed that even if you don't know how to interpret a dream, just by the act of remembering it, you become a better navigator of your life, meaning that you make better decisions, you are more skillful, you tend to have a sense of more more confidence in your waking life. So there's that. So um, you so you can become more compassionate as well. Meaning if you dream about like I talk about this, and this isn't always the case with every dream, but um I had a dream about somebody that I was in an argument with a long time ago, and in my dream, I was her, and I got to see Kelly from her point of view, and I got to understand why she was upset, and because of that, I was able to apologize, and we were able to kind of reconcile, and in a way, I would have just gone on thinking this person was just being a jerk, and that was the end of it, but I got to see and feel what it was like to be in their shoes. So I think if we pay attention to dreams, we we end up feeling ultimately more compassionate. Do you relate to that, Nance? Does that make any sense? Oh, I totally do. Because, I mean, even in those dreams that are, I forget what you call them, and you'd have a word for it, where, you know, where you're working something out in a dream, you, you seem to be working on a problem. Um, a venting dream? Yeah, yeah. Even in those dreams, what you're venting about, it, it's when you bring it out to light, and you start talking about it, you can end up finding compassion for yourself and for the person right. with whom you're venting. So for sure, I, right. I resonate with that. There were, there's a, actually even last night, there's a couple of people I know that are going through a challenge right now and they really are removed from my life. They don't have a direct, I'm not in direct relationship with them. So their issues aren't my issues, so to speak. But in my dream last night, I dreamt about them And I was kind of like hovering around and sort of seeing every perspective. And I feel like I now have a complete understanding, much more than when I went to sleep. When I went to sleep, I had my judgments. I had my thoughts. I felt pretty sure about what was, which end was up. And I definitely have a sense now of kind of having walked 20 miles in each person's moccasins. So when I do talk to one of them or both of them, I'll have that perspective to bring with me. So even if it's not about my life per se, although I always like to say every dream is is ours, is the dreamers, is is for us. It's never just mm-hmm. about somebody else. But um, let's see. So our dreams, as Nancy, this is sort of along the lines of what you said initially, our dreams can connect us with our higher self. And this self, so this is kind of a blend of two, our higher self 
has the answers to our problems to it has the the answers to the questions we've been asking so really we could just stop there our dreams connect us to a larger sense of seeing and being and if we can do that even just for a few minutes as we're dreaming or as we're remembering that dream then we can carry that with us throughout the day so i don't know i think that one's kind of useful what about you oh for sure oh my gosh for sure i can like think of past dreams i've had and boom 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 yep in every case it it connected me with that even if it just even if in the dream i don't come out shiny and perfect it connects me to right. that that higher self that can see that. They can see that right. maybe, you know, I have some work to do. Right. And even if it's not like um, a dream that was just yesterday, last night's dream. I mean, a dream that we had once upon a time, even 10, 20, 30 years ago, that was really potent. We can tap back into that and have an amazing surge of of clarity and revelation just because we're remembering that dream and sometimes they get even stronger over time. So the last thing I'll say for now, and this would be, I guess we'd call it number five is our dreams can make us more creative. We, we think literally there's no box to even think outside of in dreams. The box disappears. It's like, what box? I don't even, I I don't know box. So we are, we naturally think in a, in an abstract way, more symbolic. We can, we can put things together that we never would have put together in our waking lives. This is why there's so many great inventions that are attributed to dreams like the sewing needle. We have clothes. We would be naked without our, without Elias Howe, who dreamt about the sewing needle. In his waking life, he was struggling, struggling, struggling. There's actually a bunch of inventors in a competition trying to come up with the right way to sew clothes and, and to do it in an industrial sort of a way. And it was in his dream that he saw these cannibals with sticks and he saw that they were all threaded together with the thread going through the center like the eye of the needle as we would call it now as opposed to going in through the top which is how everyone else was trying to do it did you know that nance you you who oh i sure so didn't much. know i should know because i love clothes <laughs> so much but I, <laughs> I think i don't even worry about how they got there i'm just glad they're here but that is <laughs> wow right. They were trying to go in on the top of it. I don't even know how on the top of it would work, only because I'm so married to that that invention he created. How would they do Isn't it? Isn't that on amazing? The top? That's I, what, I, well, it wasn't working, so they weren't it, doing yeah. it. It wasn't <laughs> happening. <laughs> fail. But but he had this dream, and it was even a scary dream because he was he was surrounded by a bunch of cannibals that were about to eat him. There was like a fire. They had these like sticks. They were like coming after him. And he was like, ah, and then he went, wait a minute, their sticks are all connected. Wait a minute. They're connected with this like twine that's going right through the center. <gasps> Eureka. Wow. And he wakes up and boom. He, it makes you it think would... he's good under pressure because in that moment, he's like, let me just take this in. I mean, you know, the rest of us. Excuse going, me, guys. <laughs> Can I take the note other of way. this? Right. Wow. But even wow. like, just to go take it even a next step, if we if we go back in time, the invention of the sewing needle was the beginning of 
in the industrialized it started the in the industrial revolution there yeah. was like so many things that popped right around that time and that was kind of the spark so those are just a few things let's see if anyone has any questions or has any thoughts about why you think you shouldn't take your dreams lying down or if you have a dream that you want to understand better give us a call 816-251-3555 and we are going to call on first of all our favorite dreamer Denise Denise welcome to the Ask Hi. Dr. Dream show you with Denise. me Nancy T Hi Nancy Hi Okay, I'm going to read to you real quick um, something that I believe in in reference to what we're talking about. This mm. Lanzi, I'm crazy about this Lanzi, Justina Lanzi. She puts oh, on great. one page, and it's so profound. If God speaks to us, and I believe he does, then I believe that dreams are his language. We are mm. born with the incredible ability to stay connected to the one who created us. But we toss our dreams aside as if they are frivolous and meaningless. And then she goes mm. on and on. But I believe, I believe that they're messages from God. I've always said that and I always will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amen, Beautiful. sister. Her book is, yeah. this book is so heavy. When I say mm. heavy, that's just street <laughs> language for heavy. I mean, it's, you can only read a chapter and then you got to put it to the side and just like sunk it all in like a slurpee. Like, oh my God, I can't read too <laughs> wow. many chapters. I have to stop. This book is I got to tell I'm Justina so how much you're loving her book. I'm and the title of that book the title is of that book wake up, is, is Wake Up to wake Your up Dreams. Dream. Wake Up to Transform Your Dreams. Transform your relationships, career and health while you sleep. That book is awesome. Okay, yeah. keep it moving. Another quick question cuz I'm just yeah. um what time does this thing start? My time. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> what time? Well, it's Pacific are you time, in? three o'clock. Are you on the East Coast or are you? Yeah, where are you? East Coast. No, so six o'clock. Okay. Six o'clock. Oh, you're with me. Wait, Denise, where are you? Up. You're in the North East Carolina. Coast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So six to eight p.m. for you. Okay, I'll have to look at the dog sooner. Okay. Um, <laughs> it'll be on the dot, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it'll be I, on um, time. And it's Zoom, right? I think I got the, 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 the thing from um, Nancy that shows how you Zoom mm-hmm. in, which is going to be a challenge. But um, I'm not a computer <laughs> um, person. But I'm sure. You I'll can also call in. You can also call really? in. Really? Really? Yeah. But we want to okay. see you because we love we you. We do want to see you. you. We'd be dying to see your face. <laughs> Yeah, but um, bad day yesterday, so a lot of crying. Oh, honey. Little, yeah, bad oh, day. Oh, no, tell us why. Hi, right, um, I'll tell her on the class tonight, maybe. Okay. Can I, okay. Can I do it during the class, maybe? Of course, huh? absolutely. Sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah, but not nothing, just an awakening. Uh, uh, an awakening. Some, somebody. Uh, wow. It, it was just an awakening. It, it was. It was awesome. So it wasn't bad. It's just that um, she brought some things to surface that's been laying dormant, and I didn't know they were laying dormant. And somebody brought mm-hmm. it to my attention yesterday, and it was. It. It. it it's um, a lot to do with uh, not ever having a child. For some reason, I don't know why, but here lately, that is messing with my head. Mm-hmm. What's I, the part that you might need a session head? with me? Yeah, I I said you might need a session with me. We could clear those trapped emotions. (laughs) Yeah, this person wants me to get. I've never had therapy in my life, and she said that I needed to get some behind this 
She said, I need to. I understood why I didn't do it because I wasn't married and you don't make kids out of wedlock. And she honored that and respected that. But even though I know that, here lately, for some reason, it's bothering me. And I don't know why. Oh, this is this is time to work with Nancy T. And you get <laughs> and you get a free session with Nancy T as being um, as right. part of being a wild woman. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a free session with me anyway. Yay. So we'll work yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Go ahead. You got to follow up with Nancy T and do a session with her. And by the way, if anybody else who's listening wants to get a session with Nancy T, um, they can reach Nancy. Nancy, give them your info, how they can best yeah. reach you. The best I way to reach email. me is through my email. It's Nancy, N A N C Y T O R Q, Nancy Torque at gmail.com. Nancy Torque. She'll get you all um, torqued up. Okay, so okay. Denise, let's hear your dream. Yeah, um, got so many. I don't know which one to pick. I always pick one kind of centered around what y'all are talking about. Let me do this one. Um, here we go again. I was a waitress in a, in a restaurant. I've been a There's a so song much. that goes with that. Okay, I've been oh, no. a waitress. Anyway, so I, go, okay. <laughs> I go to the table, and I take the drink order, and it's three ladies. Two are, two are a little younger, I don't know, maybe in the 20s. Anyway, as I'm taking the drink order, I look up, and I go, wait a minute. Both, uh, y'all are twins. And they're like, yeah, we are. And I'm like, oh, God, twins. Don't forget, not that long ago, I had one with triplets. So it's the twins. So anyway, I leave uh-huh. and go away to go get the drinks. And then um, all of a sudden, it dawned on me I don't have my watch. And I didn't want it for the time. It's a Fitbit watch that I got for Christmas that I love. I'm like, I got to find my watch. Anyway, I can't find the watch. Then another lady says to me, this is my watch. Is this it? And I'm like, well, that's your watch. And I could be mine. But anyway, I'm like, no, but it looks a lot like yours. Anyway, the dream ended with me trying to find the watch and um, worried about the fact that I hadn't been back to the table to take the drinks because, um, yeah, but I didn't want to watch for time. I wanted to watch for cosmetic reasons. That I do mm. not. So I got to have my watch. I got to have my. But it wasn't because of the time. So I, I, mm. I, I don't know if I ever made it back to the table or not. But I was concerned. Mm. I wasn't too concerned because I was more concerned about finding that watch than I was getting back to that table and taking their drinks. So I, I don't think I ever took the drinks back. I don't think I ever got a chance. I think okay. the dream ended with me trying to find the watch. That's the dream. Oh, great. Okay, so let's do the jet set formula. So let's do, um, all right, so the, you just did the just the facts. Let's do the part that is, um, the, like, how did you feel? What was your emotion in, um, in the dream and then waking up? I think a little, um, <clears throat> I don't know, anxious. No, I can't say anxious. You're talking about a watch. It's not like I was looking for my mother. It was a watch. No, but oh, it sounds like there was some anxious, and like it was like, ah, I lost something valuable to me. That's true. That's true. And it was just a Fitbit that my brother had given to me for Christmas. And I, I wear it because I work out all the time. So I don't know. Maybe wow. I'm trying to count my steps. But anyway, um, <laughs> how did I feel? I felt anxious. Anxious is a big word. Um, so you could have anxious it, with a small a. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Small A. I'll take that. Okay. And what's the title of this dream? 
I want to say customer service because I'm, I'm a real perfectionist mm. when it comes to what I do. If I'm a waitress, mm. I'm going to be the best waitress. If I'm digging a hole, I'm going to dig a mm. perfect hole. So I was very, <laughs> very kind of overwhelmed that I couldn't go back and give them their drinks. So the title uh, is something with customer service, being the best okay. you can be. Being the best you can be. A customer, I don't know. Keep going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm today, actually, I think I'm a little. Yeah, I'm a little wired up. Oh, there's ahead. a lot going on. Thank you for mm-hmm. thank you for joining us and thank you for presencing yeah. that. And I think a lot of people are feeling that way. And it's one thing to feel it, and it's another to presence it. Then I think we can move it if we if we acknowledge it. So, the E in the in the second the second E in this formula is about edify. How do you think this dream is trying to edify you? How is it trying to make your life better or enlighten you? Is it conscious about what's around me? The watch is important, but the people are important. Um, mm, mm. The watch is talking about mm. time, but I promise you, I wasn't looking for the watch to keep up with time. It was truly, truly cosmetic. I wanted that watch on because it was a Fitbit and it was cute. I wanted my okay. watch, but not for time. So I want to say something mm-hmm. with time, but it wasn't okay. about the time. Mm, okay. And the main, so the main symbol, the main symbols here. Oh, I skipped over that one. Would you say it's the, it's the fact it, that it's the watch for cosmetic reasons? Is there any mm, other? It's those symbol? twins. It's the those twins. twins. I, I'm finding that two or that four significant. I'm finding that two or that yeah. four significant. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I Ooh, am. Those thirsty twins. Okay. So. Now, let's do a little, let's break this down. Do you have, so are you ready for Nancy T and I to weigh in? I sure am. We'll start right. All right. Nancy T, do you want to do, do you want to stab at it first? Sure, I'll do a little something Go with it. it. Um, I was thinking that the watch has significance, not in time, like you say, but as in watching what is in front of you. And so you mm. go to this table and there's three ladies and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you notice the two of them are the same. And maybe it's just a message to you to notice that sometimes when you're feeling really different, you're feeling like the odd one out, like today, you're feeling like I'm just not myself, that you aren't alone. There's another one just like you. There's another person just like you going through the same thing. And you need to watch and just watch your whole environment. There's, there's, there's always something that you can connect to in every place you go. Oh, I love it. So do I. I'm, ooh. So, so if it were my dream, one thing that I'm getting on this one, and I, because I've had, I've had this dream myself before that's a little different, but a dream where I was serving people in a restaurant. I used to work in a restaurant years ago and mm-hmm. where I get caught in something else and I forget what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. So my mm-hmm. hunch about this, if it were my dream, because it is, is there's an, there's an identity of serving. Oh my gosh, we're already going to a commercial break. Holy Lord, we're going to finish this on the other side of the break and we're going to take more dreams. Wow, we just got wildly caught up in Denise's dream. This is the Ask Dr. Dream Show. We'll be right back. We'll be with you in just a few moments. Don't go anywhere. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. 
dream interpretation, and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Oh, we've been having a juicy conversation over here during the break. This is Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream, and I'm live here with Nancy T. on Unity Online Radio. This is the Doctor, the Ask Dr. Dream show. And the number to call if you have a dream, a dream question, or an answer to the question, why should you not take your dreams lying down? The number to call is 816-251-3555. So where we left off, ooh, where we left Wow, there's some noise going on back there. Okay. Um, so where we left off was Denise was sharing about her dream of being in a restaurant, <clears throat> wanting to serve a couple of twins. They order drinks. She loses. She realizes she doesn't have her Fitbit, her watch. And instead of getting the drinks for the twins, she goes about the business of trying to find her watch, not for the purposes of telling time, mind you, but because of the cosmetic reasons and because it's a Fitbit and she wants to keep track of those things. So, and over the break, I was sharing with Denise, my two cents is that I believe anybody who, whether in real life or in a dream is a waitress in a restaurant, you, you are in a serving capacity. You're, you're somebody who's nurturing people who have needs, their need for hunger. What are they hungry for? What are they thirsty for? And that by itself is its own metaphor. So my hunch about Denise, this aspect of myself known as Denise, is that she's somebody who likes to take care of people. But every once in a while, she needs to watch out for herself. I, if it were my need, my dream, I need to watch out for myself. I can't always be in service mode. I have to sometimes, when something's missing, I need to watch out for my own needs. And a watch is often very symbolic of something that keeps me in time here. Even if it's not about time, it's very much connected to being a human in this world, as opposed to being more in the spiritual realm about kind of lifting off and taking off. So... So Denise, how are you doing with all that? And is there any any last thing you want to say before we let you fly? Y'all two are just the greatest dream experts in the United States. (laughs) 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 Who needs drinks when you can get your dreams decoded here? (laughs) Denise, thank you so much. And we can't wait to see you tonight on the Wild Women Wednesday. Thank you so much for calling in with your awesome dream. All right. Okay, so, oh my heavens, we've got Anna or Anna or Oceana coming in to us from Puerto Rico. I believe that's you, San Juan. Puerto Rico, is that you, Anna? Yeah, hi. Hi, we always get some wonderful background sounds with you. Where are you? So, talk to us. What's yeah. what are you dreaming about? Um, gosh, well, I had a dream for. From like five weeks ago and maybe like yeah I think like five weeks ago um okay I wanted to ask about but I haven't been able to get on so well you're on now Um, we've got you what about yeah um I just uh I I don't know about the the format you've been using I forget what that like oh jet set is that what you're talking Uh about yeah okay yeah so I think the title is, I forgot the title a long time ago, but it um, basically was about my first love, my first mm. like broken heart, um, everything, mm. you know, from mm-hmm. when I was in university. And um, there's like this 
correspondence that was going on. I think it was like on Facebook or we were like exchanging emails. But it's strange because um, I had I had this feeling of being really fulfilled and excited, like we were planning to meet one another, like mm-hmm. making plans. And there was this anticipation of like, oh, I'm going to meet this person, you know, this guy again. And I didn't even know, like, in the dream what relationship we had, but it was like, you know, he was there. And then I showed up, and the scene, um, first of all, I don't know where I was when I was receiving these exchanges, but um, I showed up, and it was like, it was like the scene that I had biked through in Northeast Portugal in real life, that it was like a little village feeling, but then it like turned into this communal kitchen, people were really active, and um and like or like socializing it was like this i don't know and it kind of felt like northern california so um mm-hmm. but it was like a coastal village and then i saw him like kind of greeting people you know he's a lot taller and he seemed like extra tall <laughs> but he was okay. like kind of looking over people and socializing and greeting them and then he he, there was this little like asian woman or like maybe like a young adult that like came to him or like he was in that was all of a sudden in front of him and he like got really close to her face and like with both of his hands like like put his hands on her face like her cheeks and like Mm. it was like they went like eye to eye and then he like kissed her as he was holding her cheeks Mm. And it was, like, totally normal, and it wasn't, for me, I was, like, that's weird, you know, Um, but, yeah, it was totally normal, and um, then the next thing I know it, I'm in this ocean, because it's coastal, and there was, like, he was, like, surfing in the water with a friend, and I was, like, feeling really, like, like, whoa, like, there's this wave coming, like, buoyant, and um, I went under it. But then it like it like rose above me, and I didn't realize he was there until like I got out of the water or like I rose above the surface of the water of the wave, and then there was a fire on the peninsula in the distance, like a like a mm. like a campsite kind of forest fire, you know, and that was oh, the wow. time that the fires in Northern California were. Yeah, it was okay. just almost like a gas fire though. It felt like a petroleum, like you know. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of a fountain coming up, it was, like, fire coming out of the ground. It was crazy. Wow. And, and that's and what the dream is? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Okay, so really quickly, let's do the, we'll do the jet set, bam, bam, bam version of this. So, um, so the main emotion from this dream. So, that, it seems like there were several different emotions, but what would be the primary feeling that you had coming out of this dream? Yeah, that's right. I forgot to say that um, when I came out of it, I was like really alarmed. But then before that, okay. before I, that was because of the fire, the gas fire. But then okay. before that, um, it was like the before that, it was like disappointment that like I don't know, like we didn't really, you know, I was like right mm. next to him, but there was never really any like meeting. And I realized I didn't even want to like point out like, hey, it's me. You know, like in right. this wave while you're while you're surfing with your friend. <laughs> right. Okay. Great. Thank you. Okay. And you, and the title of this dream would be. No idea. Um, no idea. 
Okay. Anticipated, uh, anticipated in uh, meeting with okay. um, unanticipated results. Ooh, okay, with unanticipated results. Okay, that's great. Yeah. All right, and the main parts of this, let's just dial into like one, two, or three at the max um, elements or symbols or parts of the stream. So what would those be? Like seeing him with the with the Asian woman kissing or the in the wave where he doesn't see you or the fire? What would you say? Um, I'm sorry, the waves of what? When you said you were in the water and he didn't see you, you were in the waves. Uh-huh. What, but go ahead. What what parts stand out to you the most? Oh, the parts that stand out. Okay, thanks. Um, I would say the part of yeah, it was like that the kissing, but then also like the the location and the the I would say actually the biggest impact mm. was probably at the end with the contrast of like the fire and being in the water and like having that kind of dual. Mm. Um, yeah experience of both elements wow okay great and see so So from the yeah that's a lot so you're how do you feel right off the bat like first thing that comes to you that how is this dream trying to help you how is this dream trying to edify you that's what the e is sorry and do you Um, need some maybe we can unpack it and give that help with that yeah, I I don't know. Okay, so so this was um so this was a dream that you had about five weeks ago, but this was about your first love. So this was from back a while ago. Um, yeah, this yeah? was like ten years ago or eleven years ago. Uh, okay, 12, eleven years ago. So just as a, just kind of as a synchronicity, um, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. This is, this will tie into this. And we were talking about, um, and this ties into the whole wild woman thing. At least this is part of my, what's on my mind. Like what is a wild woman? And my, part of my (laughs) definition is a wild woman is someone who is whole. The W in wild woman stands for wholeness. And often what creates like romance and passion is a sense of, wow, this person's going to fill me up. Like, like with them in my life, I'm going to be somebody, I'm going to be more whole. And that's part of the kind of the juice that, and so if we, if we went around thinking that we were already whole, it might kind of be like water on the fire of our passion. Mm -hmm. It's like, if I'm already whole, then what's the point? Like, why well, I don't need anybody. It would be fun to play, be fun to have them in my life, but there's not this aching need. Like, I, I can't live if living is without you. So that's where I get some of the water on the fire. Because to me, I feel like the message of this is I'm whole, even though I me that thought I was waiting for him. I was anticipating because I know that feeling, believe me. And I've had many of those dreams about my my first love and there being the unfulfilled energy. And I feel like these dreams, when they come up from the past, are helping to reignite that feeling of ache and pain so that we can remember, oh yeah, I forgot, I'm whole. And there's something about going through, I'm not exactly sure, the village, it feels like it's very rural. And even though you said it reminds you of Northern California, but there is that, like in Portugal, there's kind of that... 
it's it's um i don't know it's more basic it's not so complicated so maybe this is about coming back to basics being on a bike as opposed to a car it's kind of like i'm 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 muscling my own way through this i'm making my way through this seeing the woman seeing the man kiss the woman oops the the guy kissed the woman to me i can feel that disappointment and i've had that dream so ultimately i feel like it comes around to this this is about putting water on the fire not of my passion for being a, a, a passionate woman but for thinking that there's anybody outside of me that is going to make me whole or fill me up and i think this dream is trying to like cure or or heal that ache on some level that's what i'm getting mm-hmm. I, I also so, wanted to add in that there wasn't um, a sense of disappointment seeing him holding the young girl, like, yeah, face. I got that. It was yeah, like, there was like a normalness. Like brotherly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like brotherly, sisterly, like not too sexual feeling. <laughs> right. You know? And that yeah. was also like, hmm, kind of curious for me. But yeah, there was yeah. disappointment at the end for not having like the connection um, or even wanting at the end. I don't know if that adds anything to the. Yeah. Not even wanting it at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, oh, I don't really want to, I don't know. Like, (laughs) maybe I did point out myself to him and he didn't really like, yeah, I don't, I don't, he might've just like not really paid attention Uh, to like introduce me or I don't know. Yeah. It was like a disinterest. It was weird. It was like a disinterest. Maybe I was like trying to point myself, but maybe even see me. I don't know. It it feels like, I mean, when I think about some of the other dreams that you shared, I feel like there's a similar theme. And if it were mine, I'd think these Mm -hmm. themes are all pointing toward me recognizing myself and not putting it on somebody else to see me so that I'm the one creating the waves. Mm -hmm. I'm the fiery one and I'm turning this on myself. Okay, Nancy T, do you want to weigh in on this? We've got a few other people holding on, so let's. Okay, I'll go fast. I I appreciate that, Kelly. You got it. I would Mm -hmm. say um, that this dream for me was like elements and anticipation because you've got water, you've got (laughs) the wind of the surf, you've got fire, and you've got earth as you're riding on your bike. You've got them all there. You have everything that you possibly need in the face of seeing a love and even coming to the end where you go, I don't really want that, but I'm sort of kind of missed that connection. It's like, Mm. it's sort of like, you know, relationships, you go through the four seasons, you go through that whole, you know, it's a Mm. process and it feels Mm. like you're maybe tying a bow on this process at this point, that even though (laughs) sure, we all have a little bit of disappointment that our first love didn't work out. You were ultimately okay. And still are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> totally. It seems like the disappointment, nice. if, if it were, if it were my dream is that it's more like, I mean, of course I've got, I've got gypsy on my brain. I've got gypsy everywhere. And gypsy was, uh, she used to say a hope a hopeful romantic. And she was always, she was like in love with love. And there was often like this buildup and this like, ah, oh, like it never quite worked out the way that her fantasy hoped it would. And there was often this emotional wave that was like pretty intense that, and, and she kept doing it. I kept going gypsy, like, stop. You got to realize that you are the ocean. You are this, but she's like, yeah, but I like being in love with love. I don't care that it's heartaching. 
I don't care. But it's good mm. at least to be lucid. It's like if you're going to go in and you want to play the role of the hopeful or hopeless, whatever, hopeful romantic, at least know all the while backstage, honey, you are the whole thing. You are the goddess of, as Nancy said, the four seasons. You are the ocean. You are this. And no man is going to be able to add even like a drop to your stature, like that saying in the Bible, <laughs> you can, who can add, who can by, by effort add one cubit to your stature. You're already whole. So maybe it's about you recognizing that. And then, mm, and then yeah. let's see who matches you there. Interesting how you brought up the thing about um, the stature, because I noticed, remember how he seemed extra tall? Tall, the, right. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's and good. Like, this also reminds me, I think when you asked me what is edifying for me in the dream, it reminds yes. me of a dream I had later about another first love. Like, sorry. <laughs> this is like a love that really never happened. Like it was a fantasy, but like, you know, I fell in love and it was like meeting this guy and I kind of followed his band a little bit and whatever, you know, I was like 19. But we mm -hmm. had this exchange where it was so random. Like I've never had, a, I don't think I've had a dream of him recently, like since then. But he was presenting like a contract to me or like a letter that had, it was like all of these bubbles of like characteristics of me at like 78 or something, you know, like 80 characteristics of me that was the reason that he wanted to like create um, like a relationship contract with me or like be with yeah. me like as a life partner. And was this like, was in wow, the dream. It was like a good feeling. Yeah, this was all a good wow. feeling in, in the dream. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that's it wonderful. Kind of connects well, my... to the correspondence and the email and like yeah. connected to these past partners or not partners, but beloved, <laughs> not beloved. And beloved. there's. There's um, the, yeah. the perspective about the anima and the animus. Often the people, the men or the women that we're drawn to the most really reflect a part of our own soul. And so it's kind of like we're drawn to them. We want to be around mm -hmm. them. And then once we get near them, things kind of fall apart because they are us. It's kind of like looking at that, the image of ourselves in the water. It's like, oh, my God, the, who is this beautiful person? I have to be with them. And then we fall in the water. It's like we are them. We are that. It's like the masculine aspect. So I love this. And um, I mm -hmm. want to just ask you to contemplate as, and I'll put you on hold while we take the next streamer so you can think about this, um, what your tea will be in Jetset. That's how you're going to take it to the street, unless you have something Ooh, right off the top of yes. your head. What's your takeaway? Okay. What are you going to do? Do you have something? Do you want to hold while you contemplate that? Stay true. Stay true. I'm going to take the tea and be true to the whole next oh. event. And yes, I actually perfect. wear these like little four red um, strips of nylon from um, that are like bright cherry red on my wrist to remind me of my Ooh. bliss and my joy every day. Ooh, just, just to oh be in that color in that color field. And I'm actually wearing full red today. The same kind of I should take a picture and email it to you. And we're working <laughs> on the first chakra today in our group. I'm I know. Red today. It is so hot. I love it. Uh -huh. Talk <laughs> wild woman. Oh, my God. You got to send it to us. Anna, thank you so much for calling in. Thank yeah. you for sharing your juicy, juicy you, dreams. Ladies. Okay. You, You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So Genevieve, Genevieve in Portland, Oregon, thank you so much for calling in. We've got just a few minutes, but let's hear what you've got. I think you were the one with the whale eye last week or the week before. 
Yeah, hi, Dr. Green and Nancy T. Um, oh my God, I've myself. not stopped thinking about your whale eye. It's yeah, like that now was it's amazing. part of my. Either, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Genevieve, tell us what you've got on. Having... Funny to hear. have today be the day to be sharing this dream because you're talking all about the Wild Women Wednesdays and everything, all the dreamers are talking about. But this dream was just like very female, feminine. Yes, um, I was. I walked into this space that kind of felt like a a rooftop bar or something, and there were all these people, and I mostly just noticed the women, and there were like women from my past and a bunch of women I didn't know, but I I saw them, and I I didn't really feel like engaging with them, and I at first I had that feeling of like, oh, they saw me and they know me, I should say hi or something. But then I kind of was just like, no, I don't need to, I'll just smile. And <clears throat> and then that whole scene kind of ended and I was looking around in this hotel at all the different rooms and trying to navigate it. And that kind of went on for a while. It was a little like disorienting. And then um, my yoga teacher was going to be in this battle and I was like, oh, I should go watch that. That seems kind of epic. And I go out to this old, like, big, like, old Greek amphitheater kind of thing. And my yoga Ooh. teacher is battling this woman who is, like, she kind of reminds me of, like, J-Lo or, like, this person who's very, <laughs> you know, put together and, like, has a tan and, like, your perfect um, outfit and makeup and hair. And she's showing her belly and they're dueling, like, Kill Bill style with this like epic sort of like flying around each other witch scene and I didn't really like see the battle I think I just knew it was going on and then my yoga teacher was the victor and she's walking up and but it's very like uh good sportsmanship like they're hugging and it's all good and (laughs) um and then it sort of went into a third part of my dream where this person named Elon Musk, not the person that we know as Elon Musk, but that was this person's name. And they were like this sort of <laughs> androgynous person in in sort of like drag attire. And they were like a sex therapist and they were doing sort of like this infomercial for their therapy. And they were like, in sort of like a sexual situation with this woman and they were, she turned around and was kissing her and was like, see, if you have ideas about that sex can only be with certain kinds of people or you can only be intimate with certain kinds of people, I'm here to show you that you can feel that with anyone. <laughs> oh, wow. Dramatic, like an infomercial is. And then it just ended. Whoa. Genevieve, dude, those are some awesome <laughs> dreams. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So because we've just got a few minutes, let's just dial right in. What what yeah. feels like the most like give us the the parts of these dreams. Every part seems epic, but let's just go to the main aspects that feel the most the most juicy. Which would those be? Um, I guess it was just all these uh, like you know, different, like, faces of femininity to me, like this powerful mm. warrior and then this, like, sexual being and then these mm. women from my past that represent sort of, like, um, guilt, shame, feeling. Ooh. 
Interesting. Okay. Wonderful. And the, what was the ultimate feeling that you had waking up from this dream? Um, it was kind of just like, it was very much just the observer. Like I wasn't really partaking in anything and kind of just watching like, wow, what is all this craziness? Do you have like in one, in a nutshell, how you think this dream is helping you, how it's trying to edify you? Do you have a word? Yeah, I think it's just kind of like trying to open my awareness to some aspects of femininity that I'm not really tapped into or something. Wow. Okay. So just for the sake of brevity, I'm going to jump in. If it were my dream, I mean, I ditto everything that you just said. And it's like kind of the perfect wild woman dream that's really about all these different aspects. And, and I would even say the part about the competition is even healing that part of um, that feminine competition, whether it's even if there's issues that you've had with sisters or friends or other women, or just kind of globally, does that, does it resonate? Does it feel like there's a, a place where there's ever been like fighting or fighting for attention or to win? Oh, totally. Especially that it was right after the, the part of my dream where I saw these women from my past. So they have some like, you know, awesome. like that around. Well, my hunch, and if it were my dream, is that this this being, this aspect of myself known as Genevieve, is a true goddess. And she is all of these. She is the J-Lo. She is the yoga teacher. And she is the sexual one that's saying, hey, it doesn't, like, let's open our minds. I think whenever there's, like, a specific saying, it feels like there's, like, it's it's sort of meant to be taken literally or to at least be explored. And this and I love though how at the end of this competition they they have good sportsmanship, they hug. It's a lovely yeah. so to me this dream I I would love to know and we don't we don't have time to know, but maybe you'll call in next week and let us know what your takeaway is, what you're gonna do to actionalize this dream. And I just wanna thank you, Genevieve, and I wanna thank you, Anna, and I wanna thank you, Denise and Nancy T. Thank you so much for joining us on Wild Woman Wednesday. This has been a our, our virtual dream circle before our dream circle tonight. We have a couple spaces, even though it's pretty full. If you want to go to my website, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and find out about how you could be a part of Wild Woman Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. Until then, don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.